and welcome to another episode of Teenage Tea with BMYC. Today we'll be talking about our cultural identity and how we express it in our council and our community. But first off, let me introduce myself. Hopefully I'm more of a familiar face uh, voice again. So my name is Melon. I'm one of the creative directors here at BMYC. Um, hello everyone. My name is Micah. I'm one of the presidents of BMYC and this is my third time on the podcast. Um, hi everybody. My name is Manchit and I'm a creative director. And this is the second time I'm on a podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Swati, and I'm one of the director of marketing for BMYC. Hi, everyone. My name is Shrabi, and I'm also a director of marketing for BMYC. Hi, everyone. My name is Kira, and this is my third time um, doing the council. And I'm the president this year, as well as it's my first time on the podcast. So I'm super excited to have some hashtag woke conversations with y'all. So for our unfamiliar listeners, BMYC stands for Brampton Multicultural Youth Council, and our goal is to promote different cultures and diversity around our community. So one of the ways that we've done that recently is through our event called Signature, which is our event series. And this time our segment was called Through the Lens. And this was a really great way to show underrepresentation and misrepresentation in photography. And we had some really great guest speakers and we actually have that recorded. So if you wanna head back to our other podcasts, um, you can check it out as well. Um, actually keep your eyes peeled on our social media for our next Signature segment that's coming very soon. We don't wanna spoil it, but it's going to be really interesting this time. Additionally, you guys can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and any other podcast platform that you guys Awesome. So since we got a little bit of an introduction out of the way, um, I think it's time for our Spill the Tea segment. Um, so this week, I'm sure... Um, so actually, we're filming this on the Monday, and we just had Diwali happen this Saturday for us. And I will tell you guys a little bit of a story of what happened this weekend. And personally, I don't really celebrate Diwali. I'm like sick, so I celebrate Bundy Chor, but I really wanted to take pictures. So uh, I was actually volunteering at the STEM Olympics. So I wanted my entire family to get ready, but I don't know what it is about like when you have like a really important thing you wanna do and all of a sudden your family doesn't know what time it is. No one wants to get ready and nothing seems to go right. We couldn't, one person couldn't find their chitney. One person couldn't get ready. It was a whole mess of chaos, but we, prevailed hopefully but I don't understand why it took so long considering I think it's just a matter of um people being you know lazy and thinking that I'm going to be the rescue which I did end up rescuing the day not to like toot my own horn but yeah so that was um something that was really interesting and I actually ended up getting finally I ended up getting a really really good picture from that day so I did end up posting actually um (laughs) Um, so actually, after I posted, someone ended up like I got a lot of messages saying "Happy Diwali," and I I thought it was really interesting that people just assume that I celebrate Diwali because I don't know I have brown skin or I'm Indian, and I don't know if it's like something that I found interesting was like I didn't really tell them that like actually I don't celebrate Diwali I celebrate Bandi Chor, so I don't know is that something that you guys would have done like. What's your take on that? Because I think it's very important to understand that there is a difference between culture and religion. Uh, Yes, Kira, I totally agree with you. So um, personally, um, so I am from an Indian background. I'm from um, India and I come from the state Kerala, which is like from like the southern part of um, India. So in in Kerala is like a lot of green and um, in Kerala as well, there's a lot of religions. So there's um, Muslims, Hindus and Christianity. So for me, I am Christian and people 
I, like whenever I tell someone like my religion, oh, I'm Christian, they are, they're, there's always a big jaw drop in their face. It's just, they're so like astonished like thinking oh I'm an Indian and I'm a Christian too which I get which I mean it gets annoying sometimes like always having that same reaction and it's so rare to find someone just like me and the only people that like share the same emotions as me is my cousins they're only like the only ones that like experience what I've experienced and usually most of the reactions I get is um they ask me like oh one of your parents is is a white Christian and um, your mom is a um, Indian Hindu and I'm like no they're both Indian Christians which um, gets really annoying sometimes so I think it's really important to uh, for us to address the differences between religion and culture where religion is um, where religion is where is something we believe in which is completely different to how our what, what we do in our culture and how we express that which is um something that i think should be um talked about more um how about everyone else like what do you what do you guys think so i feel like religion and culture kind of intertwine especially in brampton where we're really multicultural and we live in like a western society as people who come from an eastern background whether that be your um, if you're Indian, like Milan, or someone who has a uh, varying religion or culture. So especially like an example I can give, for example, um, my sister and I are both Hindus, but we always celebrate Christmas. And that's kind of a thing we do because we're in the Western culture and we integrate ourselves with that. So that I feel like that's a big differentiation between our culture versus our beliefs as through our religion or as Hindus. Well, I completely agree with that. Like I was saying with my story, um, um, when we celebrate Bandi Chor, it's a lot of like just prayers and there's no, no, no tangible object to signify that we are celebrating that. So by sort of celebrating Diwali with the rest of our neighbors, because I know we were talking about this the other day about how you celebrate Diwali at a different time, but at the same time, you're not going to discourage your neighbors from celebrating it. And when you celebrate with your neighbors, it's sort of creating that sort of family atmosphere, even in a time like with COVID where we can't necessarily be with each other physically, but we can share some things like events that we have in common that makes us feel that much closer. So celebrating the volley or posting something on your story about the volley doesn't necessarily mean that that's your culture or like that's part of your culture. It's just something that you've taken on. And I don't know if someone wants to comment on this. Is that in any way cultural appropriation? I don't know. Cause that's like an interesting way to look at it too. Cause like, for example, us celebrating Christmas, is that wrong? If it's not, if we don't have like the religious aspect of it. Um, personally, like, when it comes to that, I think it's important for us to be aware of different cultures, and, and I don't think it's any wrong, like, celebrating and, or, like, even just acknowledging the other culture, like, um, like, for example, I love Diwali as well, um, my parents, um, we always do fireworks on Diwali, it's, like, one of my favorite things, and I love, um, seeing people lighting up diyas, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really nice, so, and I think it's important for us to also, like, like, be aware of other cultures, and it's, I feel like it's okay if you celebrate at the same time we should educate ourselves when celebrating other cultures so we're not um we're not uh, celebrating in, in a different way right and taking away the significance of it all that's interesting too because i know that like some people will just like light up a dia and then call it a day and they won't say like i we know that like there's a significance behind the light and it's like what it represents right um and it's just nice to know that and at the end of the day it just makes you a little bit less ignorant to what's going on around you and it makes you a lot more appreciative of the cultures around you and that's not necessarily if they're your own 
Yeah, just to go back to the point that uh, Kirit made about um, Christmas and how it's uh, being celebrated with uh, people of different cultures, I think the reason of that is because a lot of the Western religions, such as Christianity, um, is like so intertwined with the with the culture of the Western world that it ends up absorbing everybody else who's actually in those Western countries. It's also important that we take the positives of each celebration. For example, we'll keep on going with the example of Christmas. Um, we could, as Hindus, it's not like we're um, against what they're go um, what the actual celebration is about, but we'll support the reason of giving back to the people and um, giving gifts to people we love, um, thinking about them when during that time of the year. So that's the, something you take away from the celebration. So I feel like, especially with Christmas, it's not like we don't acknowledge the true meaning or the true values behind it. It's more of we what we take from it as through our beliefs or uh, through our religion. So I feel like even if we celebrate this holiday, not as a Christian, but just as a simple person who lives in a Canada where there's a lot of multiculturalism, I feel like we're still acknowledging the fact that we participate in these different cultures and we're not trying to, I guess, uh, harm them or degrade them in any way. Yes, I totally agree. And on the topic of our cultures and how we express this, um, I mean, I just have a question for everyone. How familiar are you with your own culture? And like, how do you guys express it in your own community? So as far as my family, I feel like we are very um, connected to our culture and it's kind of like the basis of our values. So in terms of uh, what we celebrate or in terms of what we even do at home on a regular basis all revolves around our culture and our beliefs. So for example, since uh, I know a lot of people that come from my culture as a Tamil Canadian, usually try to integrate like different cultural arts or language into their child's education. So in the case of my family, um, my sister and I have been doing Carnatic music and Bharatanatyam dancing since we were like four years old. And we've also been going to different language classes, I guess, to kind of connect with the history of, of Sri Lanka as a Tamil person coming for, as a refugee into a new country. So I feel like all of that kind of makes, um, personally, makes us more connected to our culture and aware of different aspects of our culture that may differ from someone else in a different um, continent or country. Yeah, for me, um, I would say it's a bit more difficult for me to necessarily know all about my culture um, since my mom was born in Canada and um, my dad came to Canada when he was pretty young. So a bit of the culture that I would have gotten if my parents were actually from uh, Guyana and Gabon, um, I kind of lost. But I think that's one of the things that actually attracted me to BMYC was that it gave me like, the, sorry, it gave me the opportunity to like learn more about like different cultures, not just my own, but uh, um, cultures from like around the world. I think for me personally, I'm a Punjabi Sikh, so like uh, I know that like we can be really thankful uh, for coming over here uh, to Canada because uh, Canada is a multicultural place and like there's lots of different cultures uh, that you can see. So like you really have a lot of opportunity to connect to your culture. Um, um, I think for me personally, like an example is uh, going to Punjab Punjabi school so that I can learn Punjabi and I can connect more to my culture uh, back in Punjab, even though I'm living here in uh, Canada. So I think like there are opportunities uh, for me to connect with my culture. 
one thing that I think is really important to note about culture is the fact that like a lot of the times the system doesn't allow for us to celebrate it in the same way. For example, um, if you look like I know personally, like um, when I was younger, also like a lot of um, you, I like, like my parents do speak Punjabi at home, like are they used to be care mother tongue at home. I've picked it up. I'm not as good. I'm it really like disheartens me the fact that like my sister can't speak Punjabi I can speak it like I just wish I didn't have like an accent when I spoke it or I felt comfortable enough to like speak it like like without any sort of hiccups or anything um I still went to like cultural classes I can read Punjabi but at the same time it's not as like prominent because I feel like a lot of things like it, just the way our system is set up for example in the way that we don't have like days off for religious holidays so people can understand the significance of them um in the way that maybe and I'm not saying in any way this is negative, but the fact that we do have, let's say, for example, Easter off. I know Micah and I were talking about this the other day. Um, if you have Easter off or like sometimes it even loses its significance, too, because like not everyone that has Easter off is celebrating it as well. Right. So that could be something that's a little bit iffy um, just because, yes, we've dressed up. Yes, we've like, yes, I still wear suits. Yes, I still do that. But am I missing a lot of the like the meaning behind that stuff you know yeah and to bounce off like what you said especially with language it's so important like now than ever i think that you kind of acknowledge that language and acknowledge that and embrace your culture because especially like um in terms of my personal experiences being um living with my grandparents or speaking primarily tamil at home i've really been able to quickly adapt to the language and been able to really speak it really fluently, whether that's through reading it or watching TV or watching movies. I've kind of, be, um, I felt it was easier, I guess, to embrace that culture. And since um, being in those uh, community, cultural communities as like a dancer or a singer, I've really found a good group of people that I know who will embrace the same culture as me. So I feel like that has allowed me to be more confident in expressing that culture or like connecting to people with my culture. So that's why I guess we're lucky enough to live in an area of, that's so multicultural that we can see the people of different cultures, whether that's living in Brampton or anywhere, I guess, around Canada, where you can meet people of different cultures, whether you speak the same language or not, you still kind of have that exposure to other people, which I guess we're lucky to have. Um, yeah, yeah, and I totally agree with all of you guys. And I think a part of our culture um, is a is a, like the food we eat, the clothes are we wear, and um, and that too our names as well, right? Like for example, my name is so my name is Milan, and Milan means bringing people together in Hindi, right? And um, although I do not speak Hindi, um, it, it is from uh, it is a very true to my heart as my grandma did name me um, Milan. So um, and I don't know, it just I feel like the name Milan really it's really signifies my own culture and how whenever I introduce myself to people from my own like my from people back home they recognize the name Milan as like an Indian name as like an Indian culture as for like for me right and I think that's also one thing we have to take into consideration is how people pronounce our names like for example um whenever i'm in class and we have a substitute teacher um always every single time they pronounce the name milan and like sometimes i do correct them and sometimes i'm just so annoyed i'm like yes yes my name is milan which i which i feel i should not i should um stop doing as i think my name is important for me to express and to express my culture and has anyone else um felt this way like um someone mispronouncing their names uh yeah definitely for me like 
I have a very long last name and people always ask me, how do you pronounce your name? How do you pronounce your name? But um, I used to get annoyed by it. But now I think it's a really important part of me just because that just shows like you're able to represent um, your culture just through your name, which I think is a um, really interesting thing uh, to do. But um, I also wanted to comment about um, a lot of the times when we're talking about our, our culture, we're talking about um, where our parents are from. Um, but I think it's also important to realize that like half of our culture is actually being Canadian. Um, so yeah, so for me, I feel like a lot of the times um, I've been able to like express my culture of my parents, but sometimes I forget that a uh, very important part of my culture is actually being Canadian. Um, I definitely agree with Micah. Uh, and going back to the point that Milan uh, made with names, I think it's like really important uh, for me personally that I've, like people pronounce my name correctly because I feel like it also gives like a sense of like community and family uh, because when somebody's pronouncing your name correctly, like you know that they understand that it's important to you. Uh, whereas when they mispronounce it, you don't think that it's, uh, you don't think that they really think that you're important and that like really can make you uncomfortable at times. So like uh, being able, like I personally try to correct people uh, to um, uh, tell them to pronounce my name correctly so that I can, so that I feel more comfortable. And I think that it's very important for me to reflect my culture and let everybody know that uh, this is me and this is who I am. I think at one point it used to surprise me when someone said my pronounced my name correctly, and I think that was that that is something that was bad that was bad in our childhood. We shouldn't have experienced that where we found it surprising for someone to pronounce our name correctly. If someone did say our mispronounce our name, we should have been confident enough to say that they're doing it wrong. And I think that that's what a lot of people are making mistakes right now. They're letting people butcher their name and just leaving it because of being annoyed or just being too scared to confront them. For example, I know Kirat calls me Swathi and that's how my sister and people at home call me. And I, I remember in grade 10 when she did that, that did surprise me. I was like, wow, people do understand that you can, you can teach them how to pronounce your name and they will use it. Um, I 100% that was like something that stayed with me actually I used to have another friend her name was Swati and it's because she was from a different part of she was part of in, like, she was from India so I think even if the name is the exact same thing if you're not from the same place I know um, that like you can pronounce it completely differently so I did used to call her Swati and just one day I heard her and Sh uh, Shrabi actually called so they're sisters so if you can't tell but um Shrabi called Swathi Swathi and I was like wait a minute have I been saying it wrong this entire time and it just dawns on me like that for example at the beginning of this um podcast I introduced myself as Kirat just like off the bat without even thinking about it twice and I knew we were talking about cultural identity and names and without even thinking about it that was the first thing like I didn't even introduce myself as my actual name you know it's come to the point that we forget like who we are and are like because like Kirat has no meaning, like Bakirat means something, especially to me, you know, it has a meaning and everything like that. So it's very difficult to see yourself. And I didn't like, it's just like looking in a really foggy mirror and you're like, oh no, um, what, what, like I'm doing exactly what I don't want people to do to me. And I want people to be confident enough. Like I am very adamant on asking people how to pronounce their name. Just this weekend I had to, like, I was talking about like the STEM conference I was leading the group. I just assumed this girl's name was Hannah because it was spelt like that, but her name was Hiona. And I 
I felt really bad because I didn't even ask. So a lot of the time it's important to not assume someone's pronunciation. And if you're like, if it's a name that you haven't necessarily heard of before, or even if you have, um, like one of the girls, her name was Yasmin, but it was pronounced like Yasmin, Yasmin. That's how it was like spelled. And I just said that. And then she was like, no, no, it's Yasmin. And I was like, oh my gosh, my mistake. Like it's something like you want to be able to fix yourself. So instead of, and make to make it easier for the other person to do that you can instead of assuming that that's how you just say their name you can you know ask them for example i've had like karit karat kirat and all these different pronunciations that i don't think are like my favorite thing in the world to hear so just going from that you know to be more cognizant to make people feel more comfortable i think is really important yeah and just to go on to that like i don't mind if someone asks me how do you pronounce your name it's it's totally fine and i feel like people are afraid to ask like oh is 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 this a, a right pronunciation because they're afraid to be wrong but it's okay to be wrong at first to get it right the next time which i think is um and it is something we should all take that into consideration when thinking about other cultures as well and like trying to learn someone else's culture it's okay to ask and like understand and know about their culture as well I kind of want to go off of that and like I'm the type of person I guess that hates confrontation so when someone like pronounces it wrong I feel like I'm so adjusted to it that I just leave it like e since kindergarten everyone's been pronouncing my name as Sharabi and like I've pretty much like never actually confronted anyone with it because I've like been so used to it like even if someone asks me my name I'll have like a conflict within myself like oh should I tell them my like Talma name or should I tell them my actual name and I feel like that really goes bet um, along with the cultural like awareness and like asking people their name because I know Kira said that she heard like me calling my sister a different name and she started using that because she knew that's what how it needed to be pronounced so I feel like I've been so accustomed to people pronouncing my name as how I like the English way that it really like kind of doesn't go across my head when I tell someone my name and it kind of depends like if I see a Tamil person I pronounce my name the Tamil way or if I see someone that doesn't know Tamil I'll tell them the English way and I've kind of been so accustomed to that that it doesn't really change. So personally I know a lot of people who are like I know a lot of millennials who are having children now and sometimes I see them they have really we have really nice Tamil names they've had in mind but they choose to go for like four letter names or sh really short names because they don't want their child to have their name butchered in school. And that really disappoints me that that's something, you, a factor you have to take in when naming a child, knowing that you don't want to name them the original Tamil name that might be 10 letters or that might like in English be 10 letters, but might be just three letters in Tamil and easy for us to pronounce, but don't want them to experience mispronunciation at school. That's like a huge thing for sure. I know when we were talking about this, so um, we have this conversation a lot at school, but um, in um, Punjabi or Hindi, it's pronounced like Sharabi is like, it means something completely different from when you pronounce it correctly. And it like, it goes back to saying um, the meaning of the name is changed when you butcher it up, right? So like, if you are like scared to say it your proper way or like confrontation is really difficult especially after years of people pronouncing it one way or another um but at the end of the day if you think about it like that so, so something like shurabi versus shurabi um yeah if you want to add to it because i don't want to speak on your behalf so no no no. i completely agree with that like yeah there there's the name changes i guess when differing on your um, pronunciation like of course it may mean something else in your language but it would mean nothing to me 
So like even if someone pronounces my name Sharabi and it might seem like different to them or pretty unique to them, like, oh, why would you name your kid that? To me, it doesn't even mean anything if you say it wrong, right? So it kind of depends on how you think about it. Because at the same time, I know what my name means. And I feel like that's validation or that's enough validation in terms of um, other people saying that my name is like weird or like they why would you name your kid that right so for me it doesn't really matter and like I know the meaning of my name so I feel like within like the Tamil community everyone pretty much it's a pretty common name so everyone pretty much knows about it and it's not something that you get like stereotyped for or something that has really affected me like I've never personally like pondered upon how to pronounce my name or go to someone and willingly tell them oh no you're pronouncing it wrong like no you're ruining the whole meaning like it, it, that's making me so sad like it really doesn't have that big of an impact to me and it's I guess it's kind of sad too in a way because we've been so accustomed to um, uh, accommodating for other people and accommodate like devaluing ourselves so other people can have it easier but at the same time I don't it doesn't really affect me if that makes sense um, just to go on to our next topic, um, do you guys think there's anywhere, any way of um, bringing awareness to your culture or any of the different cultures we have in Brampton? One thing for sure is like, um, I know BMYC, we host a lot of cultural awareness events. For example, the last one we had on photography, I thought was super unique and I'd never seen anything like it. We're so like, what we're realizing a lot through this conversation is how ignorant we are to like the fact that everyone feels this like feels some sort of feeling whether it's negative or positive everyone has something to say about their name you know it's something as simple as that but when we talk about something as like complex as photography and cultural representation within that um i think it's really important to realize that there are, are people that look like us there are people that feel the same the way that we do and in order for us to sort of connect with them it's to go to these events to be able to network with individuals that have that come from all like a lot of the time we hear network with like-minded individuals and that like-minded individuals get a chance to see people that are just like you but why not have the opportunity and use these opportunities to talk to people that might have a different view on something that like you know and once you start the conversation that leaves room for you to be more inclusive and it allows people to feel more comfortable introducing themselves with their own name as simple as that or be more willing to show you their culture that you might otherwise be privy to yeah i definitely agree with like everything you said like i feel like it's very important like specifically in brampton that has like so many different cultures that like we actually have open conversations about like the different nuances that come with each culture like um for me right like i come from guyana but a lot of people just from face value might not think that um, just because of like how I look. Um, but yeah, I think it's really important that just within Brampton, um, within your schools, wherever you are, like you're just talking about um, your culture and like why it's important to you. Yeah, I think just another thing that we can do to promote uh, and bring awareness to our own culture is to share our own cultural story. I think that's very important. Like it's not just like for other people to learn about our culture but sometimes like for me personally I think if I wrote about my culture and wrote about what I believed in I think it would help me learn about myself more and so I think in order to bring awareness to our own culture uh, we can share stories uh, about our culture uh, with other people and really have open discussions
assumptions on what other people believe in and what other va what values those other people have so we get to learn more about them and learn more about us at the same time um just to add to what you're saying like i feel like one of the problems that um a lot of people have um specifically like in brampton and toronto that are very cultural and like have a diverse amount of different cultures is that a lot of time people are like constrained into their cultural bubble if that makes sense where they're only partaking in um their type of cultural traditions they're not trying other types of cultural food d different types of cultural like arts of cultures that they may not have heard of so i think it's important like um as being a part of bmyc that we try to make sure that um people are being um exposed to the different cultures that we can that we have in brampton yes i totally agree and it's just um i guess just promoting your culture in general like probably like like tell your uh, tell your friends about it like educate someone about it and like especially with COVID-19 and everything being virtual this year I know it's, it's probably my harder just um like adding something educating something or even just expressing your culture in the community so I guess um just like being with your family like even with being your family that's like you have some culture representation there right being with your family talking to your cousins so I think that is something that um I guess one tip from me just like just just educate someone about your culture and I think that's what makes you feel better inside when you do so so yeah backing off of what Milan said I feel like the most important way that you can make people more culturally aware is by embracing the culture yourself and whether that be um, wearing your own cultural clothes or posting a picture of yourself in those cultural clothes or acknowledging different festivals or different celebrations that's kind of like the first stepping stone to actually getting like the multiculturalism that we want and especially like someone who participates in different cultural activities i say that the biggest thing that allows me to connect to my culture is my interest in like art and music so i feel like if people embrace that and are more confident enough to show that to other people it would make uh, i guess brampton a more cultural place um i think in or uh, i completely agree and in order to make brampton a more cultural place we need to support um whoever it is a lot of the times our cultures get like especially if you're all from a certain part of the world um your cultures get grouped together so it's important to sort of give a standing to organizations such as bmyc we try we do our very best to make sure that we highlight as many cultures as possible as many sort of issues within culture that we see that's really important for us so if you are able to support organizations such as this it shows how um, culturally aware you are as well as it improves your perspective so that you look outside your own bubble and your own cultural bubble in order to see other cult um, cultures as well as different areas where we could improve in Brampton alone and even outside of Brampton but like we always want to start here first. Yes, and that actually ends our podcast for today. So I thank so thank you everyone for listening to the podcast so far. Um, it did I, I personally I really enjoyed this conversation of our culture and our personal identities. And um, please stay tuned for our next signature event. It will be really um, it will be really interesting. So stay uh, tuned for that on our social medias and on our website. And um, you can always find us on. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other podcast platform you use. So uh, thank you once again. Thank you everyone for listening. And I hope you guys have a, a good rest of your month.